Welcome to the Make Small Changes podcast. I'm your coach, Stephanie, here to support you in building healthy habits that last. Today, I'm sharing five sets of words to eliminate from your vocabulary in order to support yourself and immediately feel more successful as you work to build healthy habits. First up are the words good and bad. It's common for people to use the words good and bad to describe their behavior or progress toward a goal. Someone focused on healthy eating or exercise might say things like, I was good today. I had a bad week. I was bad at lunch today. I'm planning to be good this weekend. The problem with words like good and bad is that they imply judgment. They imply judgment toward yourself, toward your actions, toward food, or toward something else. When it comes to making healthy and sustainable lifestyle changes, there's no room for judgment. Nobody likes to be judged, and this certainly won't help you achieve your goals. So delete the words good and bad from your vocabulary, and instead, simply state the facts. For example, I ate a donut. I walked for 10 minutes. I chose to have a sandwich for lunch instead of a salad. I didn't exercise today. Eating a donut, walking for 10 minutes, Changing your lunch plan or not exercising are not inherently good or bad behaviors and certainly don't mean that you were good or bad. Think of yourself as an outside observer of your behavior and focus on the facts. Keep emotions, opinions, and judgment out of your statements. Next up are words like failed and cheated. Have you ever made statements like I failed or I messed up when you didn't stick to a plan? Statements like these are common, especially among people who strive for perfection, tend to think in all-or-nothing terms, or have followed rigid diets or plans. Other common phrases include things like, I cheated, I blew it today, I already blew the week, or I fell off the wagon. The problem with these types of statements is that they imply you've made a mistake or that you've done something wrong. However, this is never the case when it comes to creating lasting behavior change. When it comes to building new healthy habits, there's no such thing as failure. There's progress and there's learning. So the next time you notice yourself saying, I failed, or any other version of this, use the words, I learned, instead. Let's say you skipped a workout you had planned for Monday morning. Instead of telling yourself or telling others that you failed, blew it, screwed up your week, state what you learned. Maybe you learned that it's really hard to get up early on Mondays. Maybe you learned that setting a second alarm would be helpful. Maybe you learned that exercising later in the day might be a more realistic option. Switch from a place of judgment to a place of curiosity. Ask yourself what you can learn from the situation and then use that information to help you move forward. The next set of words to eliminate from your vocabulary are words like should and have to. When talking about plans for healthy eating, exercise, or any other behavior, it's common for people to say things like, I should do this or that, or I have to do this or that, I need to, I'm supposed to. The problem with these types of statements is that they generally mean you're feeling external pressure to do something. This means you're likely to act out of guilt or feel guilty for not acting instead of making a decision based on your own personal preferences and desires. So the next time you notice yourself saying, I should, replace it with the words, I could. This simple switch in wording turns your target behavior into an option instead of something you quote-unquote have to do. It's an option that you may or may not choose. 
Instead of saying I should go to the gym, for example, say I could go to the gym. Then think about what else you could do. What else is related to that behavior or would have a similar benefit? Maybe you could take your dog for a walk. Maybe you could browse online for an exercise video. Review your options and then make your own decision about what you feel ready, willing, and able to do. We as humans like freedom of choice, and that's what this approach offers. Nobody likes being told what to do, which is what should statements feel like. Now let's talk about the word try. When it comes to stating goals or plans, it's common for people to start their statements with the words, I'll try. For example, I'll try to make it to the gym. I'll try to make a healthy dinner tonight. I'll try to drink more water today. The problem with the word try is that it generally implies that you're not fully committed to your goal for whatever reason. Maybe you're not truly ready to make that particular change. Maybe what you plan to do is unrealistic or feels overwhelming. Or maybe you don't feel confident in your ability to achieve your goal. When it comes to building healthy habits that last, there's no such thing as trying. There's practice and there's doing. So the next time you notice yourself saying, I'll try, replace those words with I will. Now, in order to do this, you may need to adjust your goal. You may need to break it down into a smaller and more manageable task that you know you can accomplish. Choose a small, realistic change you feel ready, willing, and able to make so you can confidently state I will followed by your goal. You could also add the word practice if you want. For example, I will practice cooking a healthy dinner. Practice means choosing to do something with the intention of getting better at it. Sometimes adding this word can help take the pressure off of perfectionist tendencies and increase the likelihood of following through. After all, it's practice. The last set of words I'll talk about eliminating from your vocabulary are the words only and just. If you've ever found yourself inserting these words into statements about progress toward your goal, you are not alone. Many of my clients tell me things like, I only exercised for 20 minutes. I only met my goal one day this week. I just cooked one healthy meal. The problem with using the words only and just is that they discount or minimize the positive behavior you're referencing. You're essentially judging your performance and implying that it doesn't count or isn't enough. In order to support yourself and acknowledge your progress, delete these words from your vocabulary. Remove the words only and just from your statements and add an exclamation mark at the end. So instead of saying, I only exercised for 20 minutes, say, I exercised for 20 minutes. Instead of saying, I only met my goal one day this week, say, I met my goal one day this week. When it comes to building healthy habits that last, every step forward in the direction of your goals is important to acknowledge. Celebrate your actions, no matter how small they might seem, without minimizing or discounting them. Now it's time to practice. Observe your thoughts and conversations over the next few days to see which of these words you're using and how often, then rephrase your statements using more supportive language. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and remember to visit me at makesmallchanges.com.